The dynamic ministry of Pastor Mark has blessed hundreds of lives across the globe. In this message, you'll be informed by the Word of God, reformed by the love of God, and transformed by the power of God as Pastor Mark takes us through a journey of the revealed Word of God. Ladies and gentlemen, the Word. Shalom everybody. Thank God it's Wednesday. I'm so excited to come your way once again with your favorite podcast of the week, the Wednesday podcast. And I hope and it is my prayer that this message meets you and yours in perfect condition. Shall we pray if you don't mind? Father, in the name of Jesus, we ask that oh lord you will grant us the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you the eyes of our understanding being enlightened that we may know what is the hope of your calling and what are the riches of the glory of your inheritance in the saints in jesus precious name we have prayed and the saints of god would say a big amen hallelujah brothers and sisters the month of april was declared a month of visions by the spirit of god and by so doing we have been exploring the length the breadth the height and the weight of this subject more specifically we have been looking at the vision of god for mankind and we came to a standpoint where we acknowledged that an accurate understanding of this message will help us relate with people in such a way and a manner that we will become catalysts in fulfilling God's vision for their lives, whether they are saved or unsaved. Hallelujah. Let's open our Bibles to the book of Genesis chapter 1 verse 26. Reading from the New King James Version, The Bible says, Then God said, Let us make man in our image, according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. Hallelujah. And so, in reference to this scripture, we were privileged to discover that God created us in his image. This understanding posed a very important question to us where we were on a quest to discovering what is the image of God. Because the scripture says we were created in the image of God. And so we needed to find out what the image of God actually meant. And in answering this question, we made references to 2nd Corinthians chapter 4 from verse 3 to 4 and Colossians chapter 1 from verse 13 to 15 and by the testimony of these two scriptures we concluded that Jesus Christ was or is that image 
that God was referring to. And so we had to paraphrase Genesis chapter 1 verse 26 for a proper understanding and it sounded like this. Then God said, let us make man to look like Jesus. Let us make man like Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. Today we'll be looking at um, the same scripture but in a different light. I want us to pay attention to the two words captured in Genesis 1 verse 26 which is what? Image and likeness. Image and likeness. Now the word image is gotten from the Hebrew word Chalem. Chalem. Now it means resemblance or a representative figure. By extension, an idol that represents an image. Hallelujah. So many times we have come across an idol or a statue, and immediately you saw the statue, you knew who the statue was representing because the statue was made to look like a certain image or a certain object hallelujah as long as the statue was crafted well you could easily identify who the statue or the idol was representing by what resemblance hallelujah so when we came into christ who is the image of god we took on god's resemblance by this we moved from being creatures into becoming sons so the bible says now are we the sons of god because through the redemptive work of christ on the cross of calvary we took on the resemblance of god hallelujah now this nature is inherent or resident in our spirits so like a child birds the dna of the parents we also carry god's divine nature now the the issue here is that this nature is not physical it is what descend unlike it is amongst humans for example there are many children that physically don't look like their parents but inherently they carry the dna of that parent so you will not be deceived by their looks to say that this person or that fellow is not a child or an offspring of mr a and mrs b simply because physically they don't look like the parents much or most importantly is the fact that they carry the dna of the people in question this is why we must come to the point of understanding that the divine nature of god we carry is resident is domiciled in our spirits hallelujah and so you can't look at somebody physically and tell by face that this person is a christian that fellow is not a christian no it is something that is inherent however there are some attributes you would see outwardly that only confirm what is what resident inwardly 
so many have asserted that the christian life is lived inside out inside out means that from the abundance of what is resident in our spirits in the form of revelation understanding and the concept of our personality in christ we live outwardly praise the lord forevermore so on one occasion jesus asked his disciples who do men say i am it was then that peter said you are the christ the son of god in other words peter through discernment was able to identify the true image of christ he was looking at the son of mary and joseph yet he went past that curtain he went past that veil to see him as the son of god he was looking at the offspring of mary and joseph because except you had access to revelation everybody in that generation knew jesus to be the son of a certain mary and a certain joseph so the bible says on one occasion even when jesus was preaching the crowd whispered to him that your your mother and your siblings are looking for you so it was a popular opinion that jesus christ was the son of a certain mary and a certain joseph but peter was able to look beyond the veil of his physicality to see his true image it was then that peter said that you are the christ the son of god and jesus retorted and said flesh and blood did not reveal this to you but my father who is in the heavens hallelujah one of the lessons we can pick from this narrative is that we must learn to see people as god sees them beyond the curtains of their sins their shortcomings and their inadequacies we must learn to see people it through the lens of the love of god through the lens of the revelation of scripture and through the lens of their position in christ hallelujah so having dealt with the concept of image which we extensively looked at last time we want to look at what the bible meant when it says after our likeness hallelujah so god's vision like we have said is that man carries his image and his likeness the word likeness is the word demut which stands for similitude it also means manner it also means what fashion hallelujah similitude manner and what fashion so god's vision is that after we have born his image after we have born his image through christ which comes by the salvation experience we will then replicate his likeness now these two words are similar but they are not the same bearing the image of god is the work of the spirit 
no man can put on himself the image of god without the blood of jesus christ just like you cannot carry the dna of your favorite musician or footballer or celebrity no man can carry god's image without salvation so there are many people who bear the status of a celebrity that you may wish or wish you were a son of or a daughter of you cannot carry their image or their dna except by birth hallelujah that is why through the newborn or the new birth experience we were able to bear the image the true identity the dna of the father hallelujah so bearing god's image is an act of the spirits through the spirit and by the spirit however living after his likeness is our responsibility so one of the differences between the image and the likeness of god is that when it comes to the image of god it is the responsibility of god and then when it comes to the likeness of god it is our responsibility there is no child that bears the burden of carrying the dna of his father or mother it is the responsibility of the father and the mother through intercourse to transmit their dna into the child that is yet to be born exclusive of the efforts of the child so no human being by his or her own effort can carry the dna of god without the new birth without the salvation experience so the former is a responsibility of god whereas the latter is our responsibility many parents want their children to take after them we see the children of footballers taking after their fathers we see the children of musicians also becoming musicians we also see the children of actors and even pastors also taking after their parents now one underlying truth in all of this is that these parents believe that once the child carries their dna which is their image they can be like them in likeness it is as simple as that that if you have the image then we should see the likeness it is from this understanding that we have statements like like father like son like mother like daughter i don't know if you have ever come across a statement like that so the understanding you have from hearing things like this is that once you carry the image we must see the likeness so no one expects a cat to bark neither do we expect to see a dog that is meowing for want of a better word because they don't have the image that produces that action now in a typical royal family everyone that is born carries the image of royalty 
it comes through birth and nothing else for which reason there is something called royal blood now having been born into a royal family you have a responsibility to act to speak to think and to live in the likeness of royalty now this does not come automatically that once you were born and once you have royal blood everything about you will be royal no this comes by learning unlearning and relearning so in many royal citadels you would find people that teach customs people that teach history people that teach lifestyle and mannerism to ensure that the royal one in the person of a prince or a princess or in any other capacity they find themselves would be able to attain the likeness of royalty it doesn't come automatically it doesn't come supernaturally it doesn't come accidentally it comes intentionally are you here with me how does it come it comes by teaching it comes by observation it comes by correction so bearing the image of royalty and acting like royalty are two different experiences which means that you can be royalty and still think speak and act in an unroyal manner though your blood is royal hallelujah so god's plan was for man to bear his image so that we can do things like him the prince is trained to act to think and to do everything like the king the princess in like manner is also brought up to act like the queen so it will be unfair and unjust for god to demand of us something he knows we cannot do for example the manufacturer of a car puts a speedometer indicating that this is the limit of the machine i built and this is how far it can go per time now it is unrighteous to demand 300 kilometers per hour from a car whose limit was made to be 180 kilometers per hour so for god to demand certain things of us it is because he knows what he puts in us he knows we have the dna that can produce the result he expects of us hallelujah so god's vision is that we bear the image of christ and the likeness of christ not have his image and have the likeness of another not for us to carry his dna and live in a manner that is totally alien to his personality hallelujah oh hallelujah let's look at psalm 82 from verse 5 to 7 psalm 82 from verse 5 to 7 i don't know if the word is blessing you hallelujah he says reading from the king james version he says they know not neither will they understand they walk on in darkness all the foundations of the earth are out of course i have said ye are gods 
and all of you are children of the most high but ye shall die like mere men and fall like one of the princes now this was referring to people who had the image but didn't have the likeness they had the image but lacked the likeness they had the image in totality but they were bankrupt of the likeness in reference to their image they were called gods he says ye are gods making reference to their true image their dna but in likeness they were subjected to a kind of death that was not consistent with their image so the image was intact but the likeness was contradictory now every born again christian carries the image of god but not all believers are in the likeness of god this is where the problem is every born again christian anyone that has accepted jesus christ as his or her lord and personal savior has the image of god or is the image of god carries the dna of god but many christians are not operating or functioning in the likeness of god remember god's vision was that we don't only bear his image but also what have his likeness hallelujah like i said in the beginning bearing the image of god is his responsibility whilst being in his likeness is our responsibility the problem the world and other people atheists name them have with the believer is that we are not like the jesus we talk about we carry his image but we are not in his likeness most of the time we claim to be born again meaning reborn in the image of jesus christ yet we don't think talk live act and manifest like jesus christ hallelujah so it was said of one famous indian he said i love the jesus that the bible talks about but i don't like the christians of the jesus because he saw a sharp difference between the jesus of the bible and the christians of the bible praise the lord forevermore praise the lord forevermore so one of the many highlights of the life of jesus is that or was that as the image of god he operated in the likeness of god jesus had the image and the likeness hallelujah he spoke like god he moved like god he lived like god he loved like god he subdued like god he responded like god he showed us how to be like god as people who bore his image or as people that bear the image of god so one of the things that jesus came to do was that as people who already have the image he came to show us how to be like god jesus said he said famously he said whatever i see the father do that is what i do also which means that in the image of god he was the son of god but in likeness there was something you could see you could touch you could relate to 
that was like God. Hallelujah. He spoke like God. He moved like God. He lived like God. He loved like God. He subdued like God. He responded like God. He functioned like God. He operated like God. And so God's vision for the Christian, for the believer, is that after we have borne his image through salvation, we will now function in his likeness. We will think like him, act like him, worship like him, operate like him, subdue like him, love like him, respond like him, function like him. It is my prayer that somebody listening to me right now will receive the grace to function like the Christ, to function like God in the name of Jesus. Another thing that is worth noting is that though Jesus was born in the image of God, he subjected himself to certain conditions in order to be more like God. Jesus was born in the image of God but his functionality in the likeness of God did not come automatically. As a matter of fact, the scripture puts it this way, that though he was a son, he learned obedience through what? The sufferings. So Jesus, in order to function like God, had to what? Meet certain conditions and criteria because functioning like god is not automatic it doesn't come automatically like i have said in the beginning this is what many believers don't understand they feel like once you are born again living like god is automatic no no i have cited this example and i'll do it again the story of a lion or a cub that was abandoned by its parents obviously because probably they were attacked and killed this cub was picked by a hunter and in the house of this hunter was a lot of sheep and so this lion began to function like a sheep the lion began to bleat like a sheep the lion was eating grass on a daily basis the image of the lion had nothing to do with grass and bleating but because it was not subjected to the system that produces or ensures that that image manifests fully it began to misfunction until a day came when this lion as it followed the hunter into the bush saw another lion afar off doing something that was in synchrony with its image the image came alive and for the first time in a long time this young cub that had become a lion roared to the amazement of the hunter and the sheep that were with it and that was the last time it was with the lion uh, with the, the hunter and the sheep because after that incident it parted ways and found itself amongst where it belonged you see the reason why many believers though they carry the image of god find themselves in places that are ungodly is because like this lion they have not yet come to the place of realization that their dna and their actions are contradicting a lion cannot chew grass a lion cannot bleed no so 
we must awaken to this reality praise the lord praise the lord so many believers don't understand they feel oh once you give your life to christ every other thing will happen naturally you know suddenly you will start thinking like god you will start acting like god you will start moving like god no it's a wild dream hallelujah automatically your conversations your desires the emphasis of your destiny and your lifestyle will not be like god initially because it is your responsibility it isn't god's god will only provide the resources the stationery that you need to ensure that this becomes a reality but at the end of the day it is your responsibility so how does romans chapter 12 verse 2 put it he says be not conformed to the standards of this world but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind as newborn babies crave the word of the lord which is the milk for the infants it won't happen automatically you will carry the image of god and if you are not careful you will find yourself in all manner of unacceptable and unbiblical practices hallelujah honestly this is not the narrative of the bible you can carry god's dna and be a liar you can carry the dna and be a fornicator you can carry the image of god and not be like god you can be a thief a swindler a murderer though you carry the image this is what many believers don't understand have you not seen the child of a rich man living like a poor man before have you not seen intelligent people giving birth to very dumb people because certain structures were not put in place this is what surprises many unbelievers that how come somebody going to church is acting like this how come somebody in the choir is behaving like this how can a pastor is talking like this a prayer warrior is indulged in this activity how possible is it it is very possible very possible so for jesus who was the image of god to function in the likeness of god in fulfillment of god's vision for humanity there were certain things that i saw that jesus did the fact that he spoke and taught and functioned like god it wasn't automatic he didn't inherit it from mary or joseph no it wasn't in the uterine lining in the womb of mary said that it dissolved into his bloodstream no he learned it he got accustomed to it so the bible says we saw instances of scripture where jesus gave himself to knowledge the bible says that at the age of 12 he was at the temple he was asking questions why it was a quest for knowledge in order for him to function as god he went for knowledge like the scripture we read in psalm 82 he says they know not and they will not understand the reason why their likeness is contradicting their image is because they know not jesus gave himself to knowledge number two he frequented the house of god jesus frequented the house of god because one of the things that ensures that you are able to function in the likeness of god is that you become a person that loves to be in the house of god 
the more distant you are from the house of god the more likely you may never function like god in his totality david prayed a prayer he said that i may see thy power and thy glory even as i have seen you in the sanctuary the sanctuary became a reference point hallelujah the next thing i see with jesus is that he surrounded himself with the right people he surrounded himself with the right people at least you can say okay fine judas was not a right person he wasn't a good person but i mean look at the ratio 11 is to 1. out of the 12 there was only one bad one so for you to function like god you must surround yourself with the right people of course you may not totally have everybody around you being right but ensure consciously intentionally the majority of the people around you are the right people jesus surrounded himself with the right people number four he was focused on pleasing the father he was focused on pleasing the father intentionally deliberately to an extent that in the garden of gethsemane when his will was you know um vis-a-vis the will of the father he chose the will of the father over his will he says if it is possible let this cast pass over me yet not my will but your will be done he was somebody that was intoxicated with a desire to please god and god alone to please the father no wonder he functioned like him other activities that jesus undertook was fasting and prayer fasting and prayer in this generation fasting and prayer has become an activity to receive from god to obtain from god to get from god but primarily one of the things that fasting and prayer does to you is that the more you fast and pray the more you are aligned one of the things that prayer does to you is that in the place of prayer where we behold god we are changed to become more like him because it is a natural law and even a spiritual law that as you behold you become the more you behold the more you become are you getting my point yes so jesus fasted and prayed for the sake of time i cannot um emphasize on that too much the other thing was that he loved people he loved people and then finally he lived a sacrificial life a sacrificial life to function in the likeness of god like we saw in genesis 1 26 it's not going to come automatically you must be deliberate and intentional you must do the things that jesus did in order to see what he saw and live as he lived let's look at first john chapter 4 verse 17 first john chapter 4 verse 17 reading from the new king james version it says love has been perfected amongst us in this that we may have boldness in the day of judgment because as he is so are we in this world as he is not so we would be as he is so are we in this world not in the world to come in this world whatever you need to function like god you have it 
No wonder Jesus made a famous statement by saying that greater works shall you do. He cannot demand us to do greater works than he did if we don't have what he had. So there was something that made Jesus to do great works. That's something you and I have it. It is called the image of God. That thing that makes God God. It is embedded in your spirit. So Jesus could confidently say greater works than this will you do. Why? What made me capable of doing what I did? You also have it. Child of God, God's vision for you and I and even for all humanity is that we would bear his image and function in his likeness. Either of the two is still incomplete. There are people who are functioning in certain capacities as God without having his image. Now the limitation on that is that there is an extent to which they can go and in the end it will end in corruption. Because in the image of God is the essence of God. Hallelujah. Oh my God. I don't know if you are getting me. Praise God forevermore. So God's vision is that we don't only carry his image, but we also carry his likeness. The pride of every father, every parent, is to see the children that he or she has born, or he or she yes, has born, functioning like their parents, or even better. Hallelujah. This is the vision of God. That you and I, and everybody out there, would bear his image and his likeness. So he said, let us make man in our image, after our likeness. Now what happens next after bearing the image and functioning in the likeness of God? He says, let them have dominion. We will look at this on another podcast. Another podcast will deal with the mystery of dominion. There can never be dominion until we have his image and function in his likeness. There can never be dominion. The time and the hour has come where the believers, the Bible says that when they saw the disciples, they knew that they were first called Christians. Why? Because when they saw them, they knew that they had been with Jesus. They had the image and the likeness. It is time for you and I not to only profess as Christians, but our actions, our speech, our deeds, our priorities, our focus, our ambitions should be testaments that liken us to Jesus Christ. This is God's vision for humanity. It is my prayer that the saving grace of the Lord Jesus Christ shall flood the earth like the waters covers the seas. Wherever you are, begin to pray. Begin to pray. Mandagabadagabas. Father, in the name of Jesus, we give you all the glory. We celebrate your majesty. Thank you so much for causing us to be born in your image. Thank you for the blood. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you for salvation. Thank you for bringing us to the place where we partake of your essence, of your person, of everything that makes you God. Thank you for the privilege of being called children of God, of being called sons of God. Father, we ask that every grace that made it possible for Jesus 
to function in your likeness let that same grace be made manifest unto us that at the end of it all your vision for us will be fulfilled your vision for humanity will be actualized we give you praise for what you did what you are doing and even what you are yet to do in jesus precious name we pray and the saints of god will say a big amen hallelujah wherever you are celebrate jesus amen i hope you were blessed by this message in case you are listening to me for the first time or you have been listening to me and you say pastor mark i want to receive this image of god i want to be like god i want to experience what it means to be a son of god i want to give my life to christ i want to realign with god i want you to say this prayer after me say lord jesus i believe that you came you lived you died you resurrected and ascended for me i believe in the potency of your blood to liberate me from sin and death this day and all of my days i acknowledge you as my lord and personal savior and i severe every relation and every connection with the kingdom of darkness today i am born again in jesus precious name amen if you pray this prayer congratulations to you welcome to the common world of the lord jesus christ your journey does not end here it only begins for which reason you you may need to find yourself a bible believing church or by chance connect with us at the heroes church on all social media platforms or send me a mail on pastormacconline at gmail.com and we'll be ready to pray with you to counsel you and to assist you with the assistance we have already received of the lord on your new journey in christ till we meet again on another podcast remember that you were formed created in the image and the likeness of god shalom bye-bye thanks for listening we hope you were blessed by this message for this and more follow us the mark on instagram and facebook and remember to share this message with friends and loved ones stay connected we celebrate you